0: Welcome to Behind the Scenes, the podcast. My name is Alex. I'm a mom, a business professional, a consultant, an artist, and I'm also autistic with a lovely sprinkle of ADHD and anxiety. I love knowing the why behind the what, and I want to encourage you to do the same, especially when it comes to our relationship with ourselves and others. Think of this podcast as your sign to elevate yourself to your unapologetically best and most authentic self. Let's tear down the labels and the masks while creating new ways to define and accept our own humanness. My goal is to encourage you to ask more questions, period. Get to know the opposing viewpoint. Find out the why behind the what. Go behind the scenes with yourself, others, and the world around you. Hi everybody. I hope you guys are having a fantastic start to your new year. Uh what are some of your New Year's plans? I personally really love New Years and it's it's not even just like new years, it's more like the new start. Like I love fresh starts, I love resets, I love the the planning and the dream boarding and the the vision casting that goes into like a fresh start. And this year, I'm working on uh, something a little bit different. Like, normally, I don't necessarily do resolutions or anything like that just because I just, it just doesn't work for me. But I typically go into the year with like a word for the year. This year, I'm more just working towards a concept. And it's it's very tangible concept. Like I'm working on having more depth in my life and being intentional with planning for balance. And one thing that I realized is I think I've been in uh, survival mode for the majority of my life, uh, unfortunately. And so I'm working to really break that down and get out of survival mode where I'm super connected with myself and my body, not just being very aware of myself and my needs, but uh, being really grounded in that and centered in that. And I think when we like think about it, everybody really wants a well-rounded life, right? Um, I'm the type to have a lot of things like spinning on my plate at all times. And typically all of those things are very multifaceted. And I, I'm not I'm not ever saying that that's a bad thing or that I'm never going to like lose that part of me, but I, I want to be more intentional with like what I'm taking on and focusing on actually letting those things take root. So uh, these past few weeks have been a lot more draining than anticipated, and I am realizing (laughs) which it's, it's, I'm kicking myself in the tush because I haven't realized this sooner, but I've realized that my life has always been fairly chaotic in a lot of ways and i think that's a big part because i have allowed the chaos in many 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 ways. and so i am working towards making adjustments but also being graceful with myself when i need to make adjustments. like for the longest time i i was so sure that you know if expectations were more rigid and more structured then the higher probability of success there would be in whatever i was doing. and when you're looking at like each individual task, yes, that may be, you know, halfway decent, but as life goes and as humans go, like that's not really realistic. And I'm realizing that I haven't exactly set myself up for success a good majority of my life. And so that's something I'm really trying to bring in going into this new calendar year and going into this next season of my life. Um you know th- this is something i've i've been working on for years but i haven't actually made any progress on it until these really past few months. And I've taken these last two years really to do a lot of like inner work and self-healing and working on those parts of me that have been neglected for way too many years. Uh, And I'm at the part in my healing journey where I need to intentionally change my response. You know, healing those wounds doesn't necessarily automatically change the response that I have to life. And I, I don't know about you, if 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 you resonate with this, please let me know. But I know for me, I always just kind of had this impression or expectation or just, just mindset and thought process as a whole that if I, you know, accomplished X, Y, and Z, or if I got to this point in my life, or if I was successful in this area then naturally balance would come into my life I would I would just naturally have a more balanced life it would just naturally magically happen one day and that's not realistic at all and so going into this next year I'm kind of having this mentality uh, of my soul being a garden right now um last week I talked or not even last week it's been a couple weeks I've, I've I've been off for a couple of weeks just doing other things. But the last episode I posted, I talked about fire and I talked about, you know, wanting to, to be able to build my own fire and and be able to sustain it, not being, not relying on other people or situations or circumstances to fuel my fire within me. Uh, And this is really like my mindset, not allowing me to uh, not not even not allowing, but me not being dependent on other people to fuel me or to kickstart me. Where uh, you know now I'm um, working on being more grounded and more centered and, and finding that like inner peace and making that safe space for myself within myself. It's something you guys probably heard me say uh, a few times. But as I as I say, like our our souls are our gardens. Um, There are so many analogies in regards to growth that are – uh, based in like gardening or farming kind of examples. And and these are ones that I've heard my entire life. But to be really honest, I am a horrible plant mom. I do not have a green thumb whatsoever. And so when I would have plants, uh, because I love plants, I, I, I'm i one of those people that I love plants. I love nature. I want to have one of those homes that has all of the plants that are thriving and giving life. And like that kind of stuff just makes me happy. But I've never been good at it. And I have been really working on learning, you know, how to actually care for a plant and I had this kind of dumb epiphany uh during my research of how, the mistake that I was making and why I continued to kill all my plants. I would get a new plant, I'd put it in a pot and I literally had this pot and it was actually a handful of pots that would just rotate uh plants, you know, I'd get a new plant, pot it, it would die. Throw it out. Get a new plant. Pot it. It would die. Throw it out, and the vicious cycle would just would just continue over and over again, and I. I don't even remember like the aha moment that I had. And if you have a green thumb, you're going to be like, well, duh, Alex, like everybody knows that. Well, no, obviously I did not. But when I was caring for a plant, I would focus on like watering expectations and the sunlight uh, needed for that plant. But the part that I always miss is I never gave any uh, good attention to the Composition of the soil that I was putting that plant in, for some reason in my mind, it didn't click that the soil is what's giving the plant all of those nutrients, even though, like, I d- did biology class like I know that a plant sucks up the nutrients from the soil to fuel itself and then you know obviously uses the sun and the photosynthesis and all the things like I understood the process of it but for some reason that never really clicked in my mind and I was never intentional with the soil composition when it comes to being a plant mom and I've realized that I have inadvertently done that for myself. Because I never was actually intentionally conscious about ensuring that the soil composition of my life was healthy, was was an environment that was producing a thriving space for my life. There's a quote that I've heard for many, many years, and I've even used this quote and analogy in teachings that I've done, and it says, "'When a flower doesn't bloom, you fix the environment in which it grows, not the flower.'" right when a when a flower dies it's not the flower's fault it's the environment in which that flower was planted and every single plant on earth has a different uh need list or a different set of requirements in order for that plant to thrive. I mean, this is why we have certain plants that grow in some climates better than in other climates. There's also plants that cannot survive in certain climates because they just can't take it. Every plant has a need has an environmental need in order for it to thrive. And I never really paid attention to that or really put much effort into it. I kind of just bought whatever old generic potty mix was at the store. And when a plant would die... I would literally just take out the plant and the root system, like leave some of the soil, add some more soil of the same potting mix into it, and then pop a new plant in. Or when I was realizing that a plant was starting to die and I was like, oh, you need to get you know upgraded to like a bigger plot, pot, my guy, I would take this plant and all of the dirt and dump it into a bigger pot and just add more of that same dirt on top of it. But I never really focused on making sure that I was doing things intentionally to add good nutrients back into that soil or that it was even the right kind of soil that, that plant needed. So that's where like I know that I have failed as a plant mom, not just for my physical plants, but also for like me as a like human plant that needs to thrive. And in that quote, it, when it's talking about when a flower doesn't bloom, you fix the environment in which it grows, not the flower. The analogy is that people are flowers. And that if that flower isn't growing, then it's not in the correct environment. Like if a person isn't blooming and thriving, then it isn't the person's fault. It's the environment's fault. And as far as gardening goes, that's really, really great advice. But then how do we translate that to you and me? How do we translate that to humans, to humanity, to us? And I've started thinking about it. You know, I know there have been times where I have had to say, okay, this – environment is no longer serving me. This environment is no longer conducive to my growth. It's no longer helping me thrive. And in fact, it's actually being detrimental. Um, But I also think on the flip side of that, there have been times where I wasn't in the right space to embrace that environment as well. And so I'm starting to do this little shift in my head where I'm not so much thinking of myself as the flower. I'm actually starting to think of myself as the soil in which my life is being planted. And and the flowers or the trees and the plants that I'm growing in my own little garden, those are the things that are bearing fruit in my life. So when I'm looking at my life and I I can see seasons of frustration or disappointment, you know, I, I am being really careful to take a really good microscope look at, okay, how how was I set up for that? How, how did I contribute to that? You know, I, I may not have wanted this plant to show up in my life or this situation to show up in my life. I didn't ask for it. However, I also didn't really do anything intentionally to make sure that that wasn't what was planted here. Like, I kind of just allowed people to tell me the expectations um, that they had and, and kind of built my life on like a should do type of mentality instead of this is what I need and this is what I want and this is what fuels me and makes me happy. And that's something I'm trying to change right now. I'm trying to intentionally look at my life and say, "Okay, what are the things that that bring me joy? What are the things that give me life?" Uh, you know, those are the types of things that I'm I'm putting on my dream board to add into my not just my overall mission for the year, but also into like my daily routine. And and a lot of this boils down to how I set myself up. How I set up my everyday happenings. How I uh, how I process the world around me, how I'm fueling myself, how I'm giving and taking, and realizing that if I don't actually pay some good intentional attention to the soil composition of my life, I am never going to be happy with the fruits that it's bearing. Okay? And and in my own personal opinion, I think everything in our life does produce yeah, I talked about production uh, last week with the fire, and it it was kind of more along the lines of, you know, is it producing warmth? Is it producing security? Is it producing safety in your life as far as your mentality goes? And when I think about it in a garden standpoint, it's not so much uh, physical things. Like it's not, okay, if if I, I want you know, X, Y, and Z, very tangible things. Like if I want a vacation or I want this car or I want this type of house or I want this type of relationship, um, I'm more thinking of it as in the things that it produces uh, internally for me. You know, is this something that's causing me a lot of stress? Is this something that's constantly getting my anxiety worked up? Or... Is this something that brings me joy, that fills me with love, that gives me peace? You know, kind of like fruits of the spirit type, type production here in my life. And so uh, I've been doing a lot of self audits, and self audits is something that we have talked about and we're going to continue to talk about as we move forward. Um, but they're becoming really, really uh, focused lately, and especially going into this new season, I'm being really intentional with focusing on what something is producing in my life. Now, that's not to say that you know, if you're not happy with, you know, everything going on that you need to just rip it all out and start over. Um, and that's also not to say that something that causes stress is automatically bad, okay? I think we have to look at this from a really good 360 degree perspective when we're taking account of the plants that are currently growing in our life. So one example I have is uh, being being a mom. I love being a mom. Absolutely love being a mom. My kids are my light. They are literally my driving force, the fire underneath me that uh, fuels me and propels me to show up every day and be my best. However, and it's not even a however, it's more of an and statement. It's it's. I, I don't like using buts in this because I'm trying really hard to take away good and bad labels um not in like i'm not, like it not in a way of like murder isn't bad like we're not talking about stuff like that, so please don't go down that tangent but i When we look at our life and we're assessing, okay, what are the healthy plants that are bearing healthy fruit, and is this the type of plant or situation or relationship or environment that I want to bring into my life and allow to take root in my life, um, I'm trying to be really mindful of not just acknowledging, okay, this is stress, this is stress, this is frustration, this is anxiety, this is depression, this is um, you know, exhaustion. I, I'm and so it's automatically bad. like I'm trying to remove those labels as much as possible. So as far as being a mom goes, I love my kids and I love being a mom and being a mom gives me so much life, it brings so much joy into my life and fuels me in a absolutely beautiful way. And it is also extremely exhausting, and it is also extremely stressful at times. And, and looking at that, I have to realize that those days that I'm I'm feeling stressed, um, because I know that motherhood is a healthy aspect, because I know that motherhood is a plan that I want to have in my life in a healthy capacity, um, I'm also realizing that on those days that I'm feeling a little extra stressed, that's a really good indication for me that the nutrient level of my own personal soil composition is extremely low and depleted. And I need to be good at cueing myself uh, ahead of time, not just running super hard and having a go, 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 go mentality until I burn out. And I have to be really intentional with saying, okay, Alex, here's what you have going on this week. Here are the demands that are on you. Here are the commitments that you have. Here are the responsibilities that you need to attend to. Uh, And here's the energy that they kind of zap from you, Uh, especially since. Uh, learning that I was autistic and actually spending some time and figuring out what that means for me and how that manifests in my life, I am realizing that I need to be very, very proactive with how I approach my life now. And so, this is kind of that shift that I'm going through right now. Yeah, as I'm setting up my my weeks and my days, trying to do my best to plan for success. So back in December, my oldest daughter had a Christmas musical that uh, I went to. And I love going to school stuff with her. I absolutely love it. Um, And the play was at, the Christmas musical was at like 9.45 in the morning. So that morning we got up, we got her ready. We, you know, God did all the school stuff, got her to school. My youngest and I went grocery shopping. And then we went back for the school play. Here is... The mistake that I made. I front loaded my morning and didn't really take into account the toll that that was gonna have on me. You know, knowing that I wanted to go to my daughter's school play and enjoy it was the main focus for that morning, but I was also trying to be as productive as possible. And this was a day that I didn't set myself up for success. And so we had a busy morning. And then I went to the grocery store with my four-year-old. And if you've ever gone to a grocery store with a four-year-old, you know that this could be a little bit of an anxious situation. And going grocery shopping for me, it gives me high anxiety already. And then you add my four-year-old on top of it, which she's a gem, like a beautiful, sweet kid, and she's not doing anything wrong. It's just an overstimulating experience for me. So we went grocery shopping so I'm already depleting myself and then we go to the school play. And my little one is wiggly and it's an environment that I'm not really familiar with with n- and we know nobody at this school. Like we know her teacher and the principal and you know a couple other staff but as far as like the parents go, we really don't know anyone. And I didn't take into account like okay, you're already going to be stressed, you're already going to be depleted. And then after the school play, the bookstore was happening. If you've ever been to a school bookstore, um, you know that when all of the parents are there, it can be a little bit intense. It's crowded. There's people moving. There's things going on. And so I'm going through this bookstore with my four-year-old in hand after having sat through uh, the Christmas play, which they did a fantastic job on it, by the way. And I was so proud of my daughter because she had a lot of nerves going into that morning But we're going through this bookstore and we're waiting in line, you know, uh, trying to keep Ellie from grabbing all of the things and sticking everything up her nose. And we're like the second in line. And sure enough, baby girl's got to go potty. So we put everything down. We go find a restroom, get her to the bathroom. And then we come back. We finally check out. And by the time I got to my car, I was so like emotionally and physically overstimulated that i just started to cry as soon as i shut my car door and i realized in that moment alex you failed yourself today this is nobody else's fault except for your own you knew the things that you wanted to focus on and what was most important today and instead of setting yourself up for success maybe you know instead of going to the grocery store that morning maybe ellie and i should have just gone and got a cup of coffee like it should have been and not even like I should have been, but like I could have done, I could have made a better plan that morning in order to set myself up for success. And so moving forward, that's something that I'm really trying to prioritize is regardless of what I have going on, regardless of the responsibilities that I have, I'm also trying to take in consideration, okay, what is the most important thing? What is most valuable in this moment? And how can I set myself up for success ahead of time so I don't have to basically do like like triage care after the fact for myself. And so as you go into this new year, I want to encourage you if nobody else has, which I hope somebody has before me, but if they haven't, I want to encourage you to prioritize your needs, to prioritize the soil composition that you are, that you bring to the world, and really do a good audit on what is fueling and what is draining your soil composition what are those things that are constantly depleting you are they important enough to keep in your garden do they need to be pruned do they need to make adjustments like be be comfortable giving yourself the space to make those adjustments and for me i just have a really hard time when i make an adjustment Like, I get in my head and I think, oh, I missed the mark. Like, because I had to make an adjustment, I've completely missed the mark, completely dropped the ball, and I'm no longer a success in this moment because I didn't do the process the way that I had originally intended for it. Which, to be really honest, is so silly of me. Like, when I really think about it, it is the silliest thing in the world. And I I recently heard someone say, I think it was a TikTok video, and her point was, you know, she's, she's healing from being a people pleaser. And her point was, even C's get degrees. And so I am trying to be really conscious of that, especially on days that I'm a little more energy um, or a little less, I'm a little more low energy, I should say. Sorry for that. Trying to be really mindful of, okay, what's the most important thing here? I don't need to get all of the things done. I don't need to go above and beyond on every aspect of the day. It's not realistic for me to give 110% to literally every single plate that I have spinning. And I need to be better at prioritizing not just my own time, but my energy. You know, really budgeting out the energy that I'm giving on both sides of that coin, not just giving, but the energy that I'm giving to myself, how am I replacing my own nutrients in this moment? And so something I'm going to be doing, um, semi to keep me accountable, but hopefully also to encourage you, um, is I'm going to start posting some of the little, like, how to, how am I doing this? Um, Like, how, how am I doing this process? How am I accomplishing this process? And, and, hoping to show you kind of both sides of that uh on, on social media a little bit more. A couple years ago when I first you know kind of went into this hermit mode, I pretty much went dark on social media. Like I post I, I think in the last two years I've maybe posted all of like 10, 20 times on social media. And so I I want to get back into that and and with that also, okay, am I making space for that? Like if that's a goal that I have is to show up more transparently on social media and to share how I'm prioritizing my own life, I also got to make sure that I'm not overcrowding my life uh, with things that are conflicting or contradictory to the goals that I have. Like I'm really trying to make sure that I'm not overcrowding my garden at all moving forward. And and I know that life is busy And I know that life, like I can't just stop life. I can't just stop time and expect things to keep moving and keep spinning the way that I'm hoping for them to. But I can make sure that I'm making space for what's most important. And right now in this season, what's most important is making sure that my soil composition is grade A. And so I'm taking the time to really slow down and to really make sure that I'm planning for the balance. It's not something that's just going to come if I keep do, 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 and keep allowing for the chaos to happen. It's something that I have to make an intentional decision to bring into my life while I'm doing all of the other things. So I want to encourage you to do the same. Take account of all of the things that you have going on in your life. Take account of the value that they add and the cost of those things on you as a person, whether that be physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, there's a toll for everything. Like plants naturally suck nutrients out of the soil, right? Things in our life, even if they're amazing things, they're going to naturally suck life and nutrients out of our own personal soil. And so how are we showing up for ourselves every single day and replenishing that? How are we showing up every day and refueling and recharging and and reinspiring ourselves, not just at New Year's, but throughout the year? How are we doing that? How are we doing those resets? So, uh, all in all, I hope you're going to join me on this. Um, I will definitely be sharing more. My social media will be down in the description if you want to join me on social media for that process. But I just want to encourage you, like, don't worry about whatever expectations the world has on you. Don't worry about, uh, the, the, the should do the things that you should do, uh, that the world says you should do, if it makes you happy, embrace it and set it up for success. If it doesn't add value to your life and all it does is suck life, if it's a little weed in your life, don't be afraid to cut it out and say, I don't care if that's what I should do. It is depleting my soil content and does not ever add anything back to it. Be okay with having those hard lines, uh, for your life and for yourself. And and this is very much, for me, a part of setting boundaries. And And sometimes we think of boundaries as just cutting out toxic things, but I'm learning that, and I know boundaries are good. I've always said boundaries are good, and I've understood that concept, but I've never been good at implementing them in my own life in a positive way yeah i can very easily uh set a boundary for something that's toxic in my life and i've done that many many times but setting a boundary for myself uh that is life-giving has been very very different you know from from how i wake up in the morning like that that's a new one for me is actually having a better morning routine not just because i want to have a better morning routine and i want to fill my habit tracker but because of what it gives to me, how it fuels me. And so one thing I'm doing is, you know, when I first get up, I I drink a glass of water and do some really loose yoga, depending on what my body needs, before I even get up and start for my day. And Things like that are starting to make a really big difference in my life, and my hope is that together we're going to make those tiny differences in our life and make those tiny adjustments without any shame, without any guilt attached to that, without any fear of failure, and and be able to see... Those little moments and how much life they're putting back into our soil, how many nutrients, those tiny adjustments in our day and in our week and in our month and in our year. Are making to our overall quality of life. And so, like I said, going into this new year, I'm I'm not setting off with resolutions. I am going in with the intention of treating my soul like a garden and, and working towards creating more depth in my life and allowing the things that are really, really important for me to actually take root. I hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. You've got this.